What church leaders often miss concerning their continuing education coming up here on the Better Sundays podcast at reachkeep.com. Welcome to the Better Sundays podcast, focused, practical, and usable advice for church leaders looking to reach new young families and impact their community. Howdy, welcome, welcome, welcome. Good to have you here. Today we are covering an important topic about what church leaders sometimes overlook when they are thinking about their continuing education. And so we're very excited to have you here at the Better Sundays podcast. My name is Mike Holmes, the founding pastor here at Sinclair Baptist Church in central Wyoming, and we are glad to be able to be able to connect however this is coming to you. Whether you're watching this live or catching this a little bit later, we're thankful for the technology allows us to work together to become better ministers. And we call this the Better Sundays podcast because it's that focused, practical, and usable stuff that each of us need all the time. We're always needing to be sharpened up in so many ways. And I'm glad to be able to have this ministry and be able to talk to you. We have actually thousands of people on our mailing list and get these videos. And we're just grateful for everyone. If this becomes an important part of your your education and the things that you like to listen to on a regular basis. I appreciate it if you subscribe or at least hit the like button there, uh, pass it on, share it to somebody else, and let's get the word around. So today we're going to cover, though, this important topic of what sometimes we overlook when we continue our education. And I believe that every professional needs to have continuing education. If you're a doctor, if you're a teacher, if you're in almost any level of professionalism, you're going to have some type of requirements. Some of them are from outside, some of them are just born from inside of you, that you can continue to grow and to mature and to be what you need to be. Now, I've often thought, thought of myself as a lifelong learner, and I like to read books. I like to listen to podcasts. I have my, my little uh, phone here, and uh, over the last week, I can't tell you how many hours of books and, and podcasts and training that I have listened to. As I've done other jobs, while I've driven back and forth doing everything I can. But I have also taken time to do things that are beyond the normal training. Now, most of us, uh, if you're in the ministry, have had some type of ministerial training. Uh, much of that, or, or, or many people go to what is called a seminary or a Bible college and where they uh, learn and study different scriptures and study the Bible. And then uh, seminary, sometimes they go a little bit deeper and uh, teach you how to present the Word of God and how to interpret the Word of God and all the different things on the books. Those are all great things, and seminary is an awesome thing, and many of us have fond memories of being in those classes, <laughs> although it wasn't really fond at the moment. Uh, some of them were actually pretty hard and pretty in-depth, and uh, boy, I can remember some that they were just like really uh, challenging, but now I'm out. I'm able to take that, and as I preach and present the Word of God, I'm able to use those doctrines and pour those things out into other people. Now, if you have done seminary or whether you have or haven't, one thing that you probably have added to that is what we would call book learning, where you have purchased books and you have a shelf full of books. You know, uh, many pastor friends that I have have dozens and dozens, if not hundreds and hundreds uh, of books. In fact, if you have over a thousand books, make sure you leave a comment below and let me know, like, you know, I got 1,232. Whatever your number of books is, if you actually 
actually keep track, uh, that would be great to know. Um, but book learning is excellent as well, and there are some great things that we can learn from other men that have put things uh, into uh, that type of thing. So uh, we've also have uh, all learned through what we would call the lecture method, where we have learned, uh, you know, from someone who's actually speaking and are actually listening to it. Now, in this day and age, there's many ways to do that. Uh, there are podcasts that you can get on your phone or uh, however you listen to them. Uh, you know, here at the Better Sundays podcast, we're on Spotify and Google and Apple and some of those. So you, you might be actually listening to this right now and consider this some type of a, of a lecture. You can do uh, YouTube-type sermons you can do. And then many of our colleges that are out there offer online training that is lecture based so every you know tuesday you would log on or you know every other uh, day or night or whatever you'd log on and you would watch it some watch them live where there's interaction and zoom type uh, uh, discussion and some watch them uh, pre-recorded type of things where you have that and lecture is a great way to study and to grow as well so there are many many ways to study i also wrote down in my uh, notes here uh, a way that is very important for learning and sometimes we get this very much in our modern day uh, through what we would call YouTube videos and this is the idea of demonstration or or training where someone is actually just kind of hands-on showing you how to do something many times this is done in person many times this is done uh, you know through some type of video but it is more demonstration rather than lecture and personally I like that type of training I like to do a lot of training. In fact, I've spent a lot of time uh, out on the road in churches training Sunday school workers and regular church workers and helping them have a vision and all be on the same page and know all the safety, security, and the protocol and all those kind of things. A very, very important type of teaching. But all of these are, uh, while these are great, there's another category of coaching, which kind of touches all of these just a little bit, but it's really something that is in somewhat neglected. But if you ever have the privilege of being involved with it, you will never forget when you have been coached or you have been mentored. Now, this idea of having some person that takes an interest in you or you have hired them to take an interest in you, like a, a personal trainer in a workout area, you would you know, pay your personal trainer to kind of help you make sure you're doing your reps and all your stretches and all that kind of stuff. If you have ever had the privilege of working one-on-one -on -one with somebody it is a fantastic experience, and it is something that I recall very much. I have had many times in my life where I've had some pastors I've worked under, and I've said, can I call upon you? Can you be my kind of accountability partner in this area, and can I talk to you on a you know, regular basis? Now, I've had some that have been a little bit more accountability, so I've only connected with them at certain times. I've had some that have been more like godly counsel, which have been, you know, when I sort out a question, I went to them. But I have also been involved in just plain, straight-out coaching, both in-person and online coaching. And let me say something, it is a wonderful, wonderful experience. And it is a type of learning that I believe every ministry leader needs to consider in the scope of all of their training. You'll probably do some more online training. You might have some seminary training. You might actually go on site and, and sit and listen to lectures and, and some of that. But one of the things that you can do 
is that you can get involved with a one-on-one training and have somebody actually coach you through your sermon process, your church management process, your your leading of your flock process. There are all sorts of different ways. Now, how do you know, or, or what is the difference, I guess, with, with coaching compared to other things? And I wrote down a couple of notes that really were uh, applicable to me. Number one, the coaching side of things, there is a lot of discussion. And it is not just kind of, you know, you talk, you talk, you talk, but it is the right kind of discussion. And it is concurrent discussion or current discussion about what is the thing that just happened. For example, if you were to have a preaching coach, and some of you are like, a preaching coach? What are you talking about? Yes, you could use somebody to listen to your sermons and to help you through. Every one of us could use something like that because a preaching coach is going to be just like a professional coach and you're going to say, hey, did you realize you said this, or do you realize you missed saying this, or you you know repeated that phrase over and over and over, or you had way too many ums or ahs or whatever? Yes, a preaching coach would be good. And if you have that, you then get in a discussion with them, and it is the right kind of discussion. Now, I've had a lot of discussion with mentors. I've had a lot of discussion with other people, and we, we can talk about all sorts of things. I'm a talker. You're probably a talker, too. You know, it's fun to talk with other people when you have uh, good topics, but when you're talking about a pertinent topic that is it, where someone is actually helping you grow and develop and to do what you need to do, it would be like the kind of discussion that would happen with a personal trainer. Okay, so for example, say you're trying to learn how to bench press, okay, and you're laying on your back and you're kind of pushing things up. I'm sure the coach would would get in a discussion with you about a variety of techniques, whether you arch your back a certain way, whether you get your shoulders flatter, where how you grip, do you grip it this way, that way, wherever. You're breathing before you coach. And so this discussion would be happening, but it would be happening about something that is very, very close to, to you. In other words, <clears throat> something you've just been through. And that is something you can tell with a good coach is that you get time to have good discussion. The second thing I think that is important about uh, coaching that, that I have found in my life is that there's many times when we would be talking about something and we would get off topic, okay? But we wouldn't be off target. In other words, we wouldn't like be just talking and all of a sudden talking about the weather or, you know, elk hunting or the, you know, the football game or whatever. We might get off topic, but a good coach is something that brings you back in and keeps you on target. And this is a very important thing because when you spend time and you actually pay people uh, for coaching, and if you pay a personal trainer or a preaching coach or someone to help you, you know, church management type things and help you kind of sharpen up your outreach and and that that type of thing, you want to take advantage of as much as possible, and you want to make sure that you don't get off target. Now, you may be off topic a little bit because sometimes off topic is really where things need to be. Many times when I'm talking with people and like, hey, how did how it go? And you're kind of coaching them through and you're talking about how did this happen? How this? And like, how was your Sunday? Like, oh, well, he did it. And then you say, and what else happened? And then they go, well, blah, blah, blah. And it's the second thing or the third thing that they mentioned that is really the target, but it's not the topic that you started with. And we're able to coach them back and be able to take some of those things and help them to really figure out the root problem of what is going on. So you can be off target. If you were a uh, 
say, for, for example, you're a golf coach, okay, and you're working with somebody and, and they're swinging and, they're, you know, it's veering off this way or that way or whatever the problems happen to be in golf, okay, you might, you know, the, the guy might be talking about his grip, the way that he grips the club, but you as a coach might start to recognize it's really the way that he's turning his hips when he swings through and you're not powering through that, that swing the proper uh, way and don't have your arms the you know the right elbow up high or too low or you know whatever it happens to be you would know what that is if you were a coach and it would be a little bit off topic but it wouldn't be off target because the goal is to have the perfect swing and to get the ball all the way through and if and if we are having a perfect swing and you're when you're golfing is that not the goal I mean is that not really what it's all about which really takes me kind of to the third thing and this is that a coach a mentor is not just someone that listens to you and kind of goes mm, yes yes very good and you know be warm and be filled and you know uh, good luck on that next sermon you know that type of thing but a coach is really and this is my third point here a coach is what I call a better maker a better maker he is there to make you better. He is there, she, he, she, whoever it happens to be. They're there to help you be better at benching. They're help you better at swinging and getting the ball down the course. Better at helping you run your church and present things. And I say all of these things because, folks, we at ReachKeep.com here, we're in the business of being better makers. That's really, in fact, we call it bettersundays.com. It's the whole thing about uh, uh, you can have a better Sunday than you had the week before. And I think every Sunday needs to be better uh, than the week before. We need to work on that. There are so many areas where we can improve. And I want to encourage you, if you are looking for this type of coaching, you're looking for this type of something to add to your educational repertoire. In other words, you got a degree hanging on a wall and you got a diploma here and you got a bunch of books over there and you got check marks by all the important lectures, but you also have been through some personal and private type coaching, then this is for you. We have got some uh, a coaching thing coming up right now. Uh, be coming up very soon is uh, on group coaching that we're doing and you can find out all about it by just going to our website, reachkeep.com slash coach, okay? Uh, because I believe that every person really needs a coach. They need someone to help them. In fact, if you were to go out somewhere today, okay, uh, whatever day of the week you're listening to this, wherever you are, you would probably go out and find some of the greatest, go to the golfers of the world, some of the greatest golfers in the world, and you'd find that they're out there on the practice course, and they're hitting hundreds of buckets of balls, you know, on the driving range, and they're hitting from the sand traps, and they're practicing putting, and if you look just within a few feet of them, you know what you would see? You'd see someone standing over there going, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then a few minutes later, you would witness a conversation. And they say, the reason you're putting is all going off to this side is because you don't have your grip quite the right way. Let's get that grip back the right way. If you were to go to any baseball hitting guy, like the, the guys that have the great batting averages, you're going to see them in the games hitting you know, home runs and hitting really good hits. But during the week, you're going to see them. They're going to be at the plate, and they're going to have that little pitcher guy throwing the ball at them or one of those automatic deals, and they're going to be hitting the ball, 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 you know, hitting ball, ball, ball. They're, they're smacking them all over the place, and just a few feet to the right or left, you would see a hitting coach. 
You would see somebody there. In fact, here's something very exciting for us. I'm out here in the Wild West, okay? Uh, the closest major sports team to us is the Denver Broncos. Now, you may or may not like the Broncos, but this particular year, the, the Broncos have a kind of a, a big-name quarterback finally coming to help us. Uh, you know, we've had some big-name quarterbacks, and when we had big-name quarterbacks, we won Super Bowls. It was great, but we've been pretty bad since then. And so there is a new guy— and and his name's Russell Wilson. He's won a Super Bowl or two, I guess, with the Seattle uh, Seahawks. And uh, I don't know much about him, but I can guarantee you that he's got his little Bronco uniform on now. And when he's at the practice field and he's doing all that stuff within a few feet of him, okay, and even maybe taking film, taking pictures and coming back, when he is done, he's meeting with someone who is his coach and someone who is helping him to make sure that he is being absolutely the best he can be. Now, folks, they do it for a worldly crown, so to speak. We do it for eternity. So how much better should it be that we should have some type of level of continuing education that is tied much more to the coaching and mentoring aspect? And we are here for you I am here for you, and I'd love for you to sign up uh, for one of our training webinars. You can go there to reachkeep.com slash coach, and that will direct you into what we have, uh, some of the, uh, the options that are out there. We do have one coming up real soon, a group coaching thing. Uh, looking forward to that, uh, working on the webinar myself this week and kind of getting things ready. And, you know, I love, love teaching and training via webinar by just, you know, on the computer right here in front of screen to screen, and it's a great way to do it. You can find that at reachkeep.com coach. I'll put that in the notes, and you can find your, your way there, and that would be helpful to you. That Get yourself signed up for the most coming up current webinar and uh, we'd love to have you so anyway i hope that you get lectured i hope that you have a degree i hope you have a thousand books but i also hope that sometime in your life sometime soon that you have a wonderful coaching relationship with someone that is going to help you and love you and speak firmly to you and tell you, no, shouldn't do that and shouldn't have done that. I hope that you have that kind of relationship. It has been a wonderful thing in my life. I hope it will be a wonderful thing in your life as well. So this is Mike at ReachKeep.com. Don't forget, hit that subscribe button. We appreciate that very much. We've had a lot of subscriptions lately and very grateful for that. And the thumbs ups too. We like all the we like the likes. So if you move your little finger over there and hit the like button, tap on that or click on that, we appreciate so much. And we will see you the next time here at the Better Sundays podcast at ReachKeep.com.